through the whole intro i would have enjoyed that i fucking will okay i'll make a fucking theme song for this podcast we know i won't i'm not shocked that committed that, i was saying kind of shocked <laughs> that we haven't by now but also at the same time that makes sense <laughs> we know i'm not that committed to this shit um we're barely even recording now as it is <laughs> i know listen life is so hard when you're like an adult with like oh. shit to do oh truly yes I've had a day um like I told you I had I basically took the rest of the week off knowing that I would need a full day off in order to get COVID tested just because those lines have been so long and it used to be like oh I can just show up when they open get a quick test before work and like be back but no it's like a four to five hour thing now just because the Holy lines shit. are so long and. I don't know if you, I don't know if it's on the news. I have no idea. But there's like a full on snowstorm in New York City today. So, oh my God. All the COVID testing sites were closing early. So it was like a big thing to get there on time. And luckily, got there. Luckily, my sister and I are negative. So, Woo! and we've been quarantining anyway. So we feel safe and comfortable going to see our family. But woo, just a day. Yeah. Wow. I still have not gotten a COVID test. Really? Yeah. Well, but like, I literally don't see anyone. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've gotten like maybe like four, but mainly always precautionary. But there have been a few, yeah. like one time that I was like directly exposed, and another time I was like secondary exposed. You know, <laughs> I do what I can, but just COVID tings. Yeah. Um. Bit. Yeah, I, like, don't leave my house. The only people I see, like, are my parents. And, like, I don't even see them every week. So. Right. Um, I know. I just had, like, a crazy sense of paranoia, though, that, like, I was going to get, like, a false positive. And, and then, like, like kill your get, family. <laughs> yeah, and then, like, not be able to see my family for the holidays. Or just, yeah, I don't know. I'm still a little on edge about the whole thing. But I need to just kind of, I realize that that's all in my head. Yeah. Um, well, now there's like vaccines. I'm like, that's just so crazy to me. And I don't, I don't mean to sound like stupid. I think it was just like my depression getting to me. But like, I was really just like, this is forever. <laughs> me? Okay, me too. And I've been a little mind blown about it myself. My cousin, she's actually doing a residency at a New York City hospital. She got the vaccine. Oh my week. God. Yeah, super cool that she's like, one of the first people to ever get it I mean yeah it's just wild but like it's almost but no I'm in like the same phase you are where I'm just like oh okay I guess this is really happening like we are gonna be okay eventually <laughs> yeah like there there's an end in sight I like just didn't think that was ever gonna happen like I really just thought like this is forever we'll same. never get past this <laughs> same and that's almost yeah that's like not good because I know that like once we actually can be past this I'm gonna be like oh my god like everything's just gonna feel weird and different yeah yeah it's like hard to imagine like ever having like a normal life again which is just so crazy because this hasn't even been like a full year and like if right. you think of a year like in your total lifespan it's like that's nothing and like obviously yeah, but... it was like such a miracle not mir- I don't mean like miracle but like miracle in the sense that like they got the vaccine done within like a year 
mm-hmm. obviously it's not like a miracle because like scientists like worked hard and like right, whatever right. but you guys know what I'm saying but like it's just so crazy because it's like not even been a full year and for my but I was already like this is my life now it's never gonna get better like we'll never have a future again and now it's like to think that like in two years like everything will just probably be like normal again is like so like I'm like what I know it kind of <laughs> makes me a little uneasy <laughs> I just can't imagine it. And it's so weird because it's like I lived 28 years normally and then lived like what nine months not normally but now I just can't imagine ever going back. Like I just I'm like when I think of like oh like festivals or like Mardi Gras mm-hmm. or like just even like going out to like the restaurant or bar without a mask. Mm-hmm. That's just like I'm like is that allowed? Like will that be allowed in two years? Like what do you mean? Like I don't have to like wear like I don't know. It's just, I'm just I'm just confused (laughs) I know I'm the same but also it's like for me personally and like you and probably like a lot of our peers who don't work in the healthcare industry I mean I know you do um on like the ad uh like other side of it but like the vaccine still feels like a very distant thing to me personally so I guess that's part of why I'm just like oh it's happening I guess but like it it'll be distant it it still seems unbelievable that like I will actually be getting this vaccine even though I probably will and probably sooner than I think oh as soon as I'm allowed to get it I'm getting it Mm -hmm. um but yeah so it's just it's just crazy to me to be like oh like we will have like a normal future but I'm like but that doesn't even seem like real anymore I <laughs> like, know that seems like a fever dream yeah so and then looking back, and then in a few years looking back on this this is all gonna feel like it was a fever dream yeah like I just I just can't even like remember like my life before this I feel like I don't know it's so crazy. Like, I went to Chicago. Well, I went to Mardi Gras last year, like, right before everything happened. But then, like, the week after, I went to Chicago and, like, lived normally. Like, I was, like, in bars and, like, restaurants. And, like, I was thinking, like, how – because I had to, like, look for an Uber receipt and I saw the ones from Chicago. And then I was thinking, like, oh, my God, how weird. Like, I went to Chicago and, like, I took an Uber without wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. In, like, March. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, I, I was, like, in a crowded bar singing, like, karaoke without a mask with, like, hundreds of people. I was, like, at a hotel. Like, no one was wearing, like, there was no one wearing masks. Oh, I will for, I will fully admit, not proudly, that I was that bitch that, like, up until mid-March, I was, like, this isn't going to be a thing. Yeah. And then when it was a thing, I was, like, okay, we'll lock down for, like, two weeks. And then, like, I will you know I keep watching all these like Bravo shows that are kind of filming over when everything happened and it's just like super embarrassing to see some of the things that like the housewives and people are saying of like about COVID yeah because it was filmed so long ago and they just didn't know but I'm like god that's so embarrassing to have all that shit like on camera on the record on a TV show like I've said I said some like dumb shit to myself and like my friends but like I'm glad that I don't have that just like, yeah <laughs> well and that's like at no fault of our own like our government just like truly failed us <laughs> right because like yeah. we just didn't know I mean yeah like I went to Chicago in March and like um like the second week of March and um like I 
like no one like I didn't have to wear a mask on the plane like uh-huh. I didn't have to wear like you know all everything was still open and then the weekend I the like last day I was there then like I remember like I had gone to Urban Outfitters on Friday in Chicago and then Urban Outfitters on Sunday had closed all of their stores across the country and I was like what the fuck but like before that like no one had like it was kind of like a oh this is only affecting old people mm-hmm. and like the cases mm-hmm. there was like 15 people affected and they were just in one nursing home in Seattle and yeah like when we left our office like I left my stuff there because you know they were like okay like we have to like ever let's go home for two weeks and see how it is yeah so it's like none of us knew so like I hate when people are like like in the beginning like we're like oh I knew from the beginning and it's like no like we can't blame ourselves like we were given no information from like our government so like right. it still aren't really and so like we just did what we like the information we had yeah like we only knew what we knew so like what are we supposed to do with that <laughs> yeah so I was like okay it seems fine to go to Chicago like I'm not in a nursing home and I'm like not old <laughs> and so it's then just I was, like and it was fine I mean it was fine but (laughs) and then this was like in general totally uncharted territory so it makes sense that there are like up front we were like okay what the fuck is going on what is this what's the deal you know like we'd be stupid to not question it but yeah you 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 are still stupid if you still question it yeah if you're not on the like (laughs) train now like sorry I don't know what to tell you yeah, um, not to generalize, but you're stupid. <laughs> yeah, so so random, like just like it's weird to think like yeah, just in March I was like living a normal life, and then just like out of nowhere it's like I can't even like remember what that was like, <laughs> mm. or I can't imagine like having that ever again. But like we will, I don't know. Life is so. I'm like I wish I could introduce someone from like the Spanish flu. <laughs> I know, I know. I've seen those, like, news stories where it's like, oh, she's 102 and she survived, she was born during the Spanish flu and survived COVID. It's like, oh, that's actually really cool. I'm like, Mildred, (laughs) what was life like afterwards? (laughs) Tell us more, Gertrude. (laughs) Damn. All right. well, that was COVID Corner, your weekly COVID Corner. (laughs) I know, literally, which is essentially just like a therapy session for us so thank you (laughs) but I mean that is exciting news that there's like a vaccine and people are like legit getting the vaccine and it's just like a thing yeah so cool yay um if you're a listener and you've got a vaccine holla at me I want to know about it Um, well I'm I mean like one more tangent it's like I remember even when this first started it's like getting a COVID test even seemed so like out of the question well yeah they were like not available like they're only available for some people and now they're just kind of like all willy-nilly I mean in some places apparently it's still pretty hard to get them in Arizona but here it's like you just roll up anywhere if you got four hours to spare yeah it's definitely easier like in New York and like LA here it's like you have to if you like get seen in person you have to have an appointment like Mm -hmm. sometimes a referral and then, like, well, I just think it's unfair, like, the ones that are so easier drive-up ones, because it's, like, well, not everyone has a car. Yeah, that's actually very true. Like that's, me. That's, yeah, that's <laughs> really annoying. Yeah, so I'm, like, what am I going to Uber there and be, like, don't worry, Uber guy. <laughs> yeah. So. I'm, this is just a precautionary test. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, like, that's, like, one of the main, well, and also, like, I don't 
think I've had COVID and I don't think I've been exposed because like I literally sit at home by myself except for like when I see my parents um and so that's why I'm like well I don't think I need a test because I don't see anybody else and I don't like want to waste a test if I'm like not seeing anyone right right yeah they have that whole like oh like you should get tested frequently even like just to like monitor it and I'm just like well no yeah (laughs) like like if I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing there's no reason for me to like go out of your way to waste my time in theirs yeah yeah agreed um (laughs) okay is there anything else you want to discuss (laughs) no sorry now I'm done I for I literally told Morgan I was like okay I forgot it was Wednesday whatever let's keep it short my Thai food will be here at eight literally that's what I said it's seven twelve right now, and I've already wasted like ten minutes of just gabbing <laughs> talking about COVID. <laughs> yeah, good God. Um, yeah, so this will be a quick episode, um, just because the holidays are fucking weird. People, we're just trying to make do. Okay, I feel like anytime between Thanksgiving and like January seventh, I'm like, don't count on me for shit. Truly, and I'm hungry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, I ate Chipotle for lunch, and I, think, I feel like I could throw up. I'm so full. Oh. <laughs> um, God, their carne asada, now that they brought it back. Wow. It's so good. Wow. I Wow, I haven't had Chipotle in a very long time. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> but it sounds good. Now I want it. <laughs> it was so good, but then I got, like, too full where now, like, I feel sick. Oh, yeah. The glory. <laughs> it's a cycle. <laughs> Oh my god, wait. Sorry, I have one thing to talk about. Everyone's like, oh my fucking god. You, Because I just need to t- brag about myself. Because I don't talk about myself enough, you guys. I only dedicated two hours a week to broadcast my thoughts and feelings to the world. <laughs> um, okay, let's hear it. And Megan already knows this. Oh, yeah. I'm crying. Just kidding. <laughs> oh my god. First, I, that was... I don't know why I thought that would even be plausible. <laughs> yeah, like I literally have not seen a male <laughs> years. Um, I forgot what males look like. Um, no, I redecorated my room, and soup. I love it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I just, I just feel like a person, like again, because like my room was sketchy as hell. Like I told you guys last week, there was literally like one little camping bed that like my parents let me borrow that like has been my dad since like the 70s. <laughs> and that was it. That was like the only fucking thing in my room. And it was like, you know, it's like a camping bed. Like it goes in a tent. So it was like two feet off the ground. I mean, like getting in and out of that bitch was like a journey. <laughs> um, <laughs> and my room just like looked like a cracked in. And so, yeah, I got all my furniture and, like, all my bedding and everything and, like, my rug. And, like, I spent all Saturday last week just putting it all together. Like, built my own bed frame and shit. And, God, it's just, like, such a dream. Like, I just, like, feel like a little person. And every time I look at my room, I'm, like, so excited. And um, I just feel better, like, having, like, a bed. Like, I just feel like Blair Waldorf in this bitch. Like, oh, oh my god, Luxury. Yes. But I'm just excited because I just, like, really love decorating. Um, And so, like, when something comes together, like, I think this looks really great. Not to be, like, braggadocious. But, like, I think this, my room, like, looks incredible. And so, like, I just feel, like, really proud about my, you know, like, when you're, like, passionate about something and then it, like, turns out good. And then, like, 
other people like it. It just feels so good when it's like one of your passions. Yes, and you just sit around and like bask in your own accomplishment. Yeah. So I really love like decor and decorating and things like that. Um, and so to like see it come together and like look so great, it just felt like, oh, like I'm just feeling like very proud of myself. And then just very happy because I'm like getting a great night's rest and I feel like a little princess in this bed. Yeah, I was just, I feel like that's just like a perfect time of year for something like that too, because you get to be all cozy. Yeah. So, anywho, that was that. Okay, now we can move on. Okay, let's talk about the motherfucking. All we're going to talk about this week is The Bachelor because it's a short episode. Um, So, we just want to get this across because The Bachelor is moving fucking quick. Next week is the fucking finale. finale. And. I'm like, what? How did this? How, how did this happen? How did we get here? I know. So I'm, I'm confused. At the same time, I'm really excited for it to be over. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a weird season. Well, mainly I'm just excited for. Well, first of all, because I actually want to find out what happens, and I'm excited yeah. for like the new season of Matt's Bachelor season. Ew, yeah, because he's hot. He's so hot, and I just feel like this season, It's we've talked about it before, no one knew what the fuck they were doing. Yeah. It was all messed up. I feel like that season might be a little bit more, like, up to speed, a little elevated. Obviously, it's still going to be, like, filmed under COVID conditions, but I, I don't know. I just see it being a little bit different. Do we know where it's being filmed? Like, is it being filmed at the same resort? No, it's a different resort, but it is still, like... A resort style type of thing. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Hopefully, um, it's in a place that's not as hot, so yeah, they won't be sweating as much. Because as a sweater, a person who sweats. <laughs> oh, girl, I'm a sweater. This season gives me like. Like, it triggers me when I see people, like, sweating on camera. Because I'm just, like, I would be a soppy mess. I fucking hate people who aren't sweaters. <laughs> Same. Exactly. I'm like, it's I like, don't understand. Actually, it's kind of comforting to see people on camera. I guess it's a good point. It's comforting to see people, like, sweating through their shirts on camera. Because I'm just, like, that would be me. Oh, my God. <laughs> I would look like a fucking drowned raccoon <laughs> within, like, five minutes. I'm such a sweater. Like, I sweat in the winter. If I like, have to walk somewhere, it could be like 30 degrees. And if I have a coat on, I have to like walk a mile. By the time I get there, I'm like yanking off my coat. I'm like fucking hot. Oh, I'm, I'm, the, I'm a pro. I'm a pro at the power walk to the point that it's like a workout. So whenever yeah. I get to where I'm going, I'm just like. <gasps> and then I'm also a nervous sweater. So I become aware of how much I'm sweating and it makes me sweat. More. Oh, my God. God, I'm just like always sweating. It doesn't like. <laughs> I'm just. I remember like when I lived in Seattle. And I lived in my first apartment there. I lived, like, two blocks from the light rail station. And so, like, but it was, like, slightly uphill. And I had to, like, cross this park. And, like, by the time I'd get no. home. Yeah. And, like, I lived on the second floor. By the time I got home and, like, climbed my stairs, I'd be, like, yanking off all my clothes and, like, opening the fucking windows. It'd be, like, dead of winter. It'd be, like, 30 degrees. And I'd be, like, <laughs> Truly same. And, like, as people who live in a city and, like, don't have cars, your commute and everything you're usually carrying a lot of shit and it's everything yeah. is just a trek okay again i digress <laughs> <laughs> we're sweaty bitches <laughs> deal with it um by the way taylor swift's album came out 
sorry. Oh my god, yeah, we said we were gonna give like a full on thing of it. Well, I'll give like the spark notes. It's very good, but folklore is better. Got it. I've only listened through halfway through. Um, usually because when I listen to new albums, I listen to it while I'm working. Mm-hmm. But I've been training a new employee this week, so I haven't had like time to like listen to music while I'm working. Mm-hmm. Um, so I listened to like halfway through, and I thought it was like just fine. I'm just like not in the mood for it right now like I'm not in a folksy mood right now or like a slow music mood right now mm-hmm. um so it just like wasn't hitting me yeah 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 agree so when I listen to it more um we'll give a better update and when we have time okay back to The Bachelor what? <laughs> I'm like did I even start no okay. start us off <laughs> Okay, so this was a two-episode week. Um, I have not... I watched, like, 15 minutes of the second episode, but I haven't fully seen, like, anything, really. Um, so let's start with the first episode. So it starts off with Blake and Tasha going on a one-on-one, and they go to, like, a um, Reiki healer, like, an energy healer. Um, and I just, like, predicted this. I, like, knew this shit was going to happen. Like, yeah. halfway through the date... You know, he's like, oh, yeah, like, you know, I'm so glad we had the one-on-one. I just feel, like, really connected with you. I feel like, you know, I can see, like, a future for us. And she's like, not me, bitch. Bye. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, she sends him home mid-date, which I was, like, literally, if you did not see that coming, like, don't watch the show anymore. Wake because up. you're yeah. way off. <laughs> um, Because, like, that was, like, so obvious that it was going to happen. I was like, she's for sure going to send him home on the date. Right. There's no way he's making it to hometowns. Mm-mm. How did he make it here? <laughs> but anyways, I mean, he seems like a nice guy, but I'm like, did they have any connection? Like, I don't know how he made it to this far. Right. So anywho, yeah, she sends him home. Um, and then she's just like, me and my friends, this is just like the year about realizing things. And like, me and my <laughs> friends are just like realizing things. And so she just realizes things and realizes like, you know what? Like, I just really need to go talk to the men and tell them that, like, I've, like, that was, like, I've just realized, like, who I I want to stay and who I'm, like, having a connection with and I don't want to keep, like, stringing other people along. Mm-hmm. And so then she, like, goes back to the little resort and she talks to all the men. She's, like, very emotional about it. Um, and then she, like, asks Riley to go speak in private. And then um, she pretty much just tells Riley, like, you know, I think you're a great guy. Um, but like sending Blake home just kind of made me like realize, um, you know, like where I'm at in this journey. And like, I, I, you really opened up to me last week and I just think it'd be like unfair to like continue this and have you open up for me to me more because I just like, don't see a connection between us. Um, and which I thought was like very fair. Right. I was okay with this. I like, I've been kind of undecided about where. I see Riley and Ivan standing. They both seem kind of like a tie to me at this point. Yeah. But then once she like vocalized all this stuff to Riley, I was like, oh, that makes sense. I I get it. I get it. Yeah. I'll allow it. (laughs) So I thought that was like very fair because she was, you know, she knew it was hard for him to open up and she just doesn't want him to like keep having this like trust in her um, when she like doesn't feel the same way. And he but took it. Also, kind of gets into the issue that I have with Tasha that I'm sure we'll talk about later. But and we've talked about it before. But the whole like, open up, open up. You're not going to stay unless you open up. And then yeah, people open up, and she'll just turn right around and send them home. It's I like, know. What do you actually want. 
I know. Well, I'm like, these men need medium rare stories before just like going full guns a blazing. I'm like, yeah. tell about like a time maybe you were bullied before being like, my dad left me and like <laughs> try to kill myself. I'm so like, true. how about maybe just like a smaller story until you like know this woman and are like fully in a relationship with her? Um, because yeah, your ass might get sent home the fin- second you finish talking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, she sends Riley home and she has like this discussion with him and he took it like medium well. Um, sorry, some for me steak references. I know. I'm like, must oh be that card so I ate. <laughs> but um, he took it okay. I mean, he was like very upset, and I don't mean like emotionally. Like he wasn't like crying, but he was like, "Why did you keep me here this whole time? Like, why did you let me open up to you if you like knew?" And I'm like, Riley, <laughs> she didn't know you were gonna open up to her, and also right. like maybe she didn't realize at the time, like you know. But, like, I would probably be the same because it's, like, someone breaking yeah. up with you is, like, and, like never I will easy. say I'm fully okay with guy- with the guys having – or anyone having, like, this type of reaction to getting yeah. dumped on this show because because it seems real. Yeah. Like, yeah, you would like, have a normal breakup I... in life and be like, okay, I wish you all the best. Like, most breakups do involve some type of, like, like – deep conversation about it with usually one person being like wanting answers yeah yeah totally and to quote to quote to quote (laughs) nick vile then why did you make love to me i know dear god don't even bring up that's the old (laughs) nick vile he's dead now he can't come to the phone (laughs) okay taylor but valid question to Andy um now that I'm older I'm like maybe that shouldn't have been said on like television but like valid question um yeah side note Andy Dorfman posted some like thirst trap pic on her Instagram today oh she's like God. sitting in between man- a man's legs okay so it's like <laughs> we but you can only see the man's legs so it's like oh who's she dating she's dating someone but we don't know who she's sneaky but like who <laughs> Chris. Meanwhile, just like one of her friends. <laughs> it's like a brother. Yeah, it's like her gay friend. And she's her like, let me be between your legs all winter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, some bitch who hasn't shaved in quarantine. <laughs> let me sit between your legs to make some guy jealous. <laughs> oh, you know that's like the shit she would pull to. I like, was just going to say, like, why would that not surprise me? Because that's the shit she type of pull. Because, like, anytime that a girl does that on Instagram, like, shows a man but like doesn't show who he is she's not dating him she's trying to make another man text her yes a hundred percent and i can say that from experience i'm not (laughs) above that shit oh yeah so anywho um so yeah he was like why did you keep me here like why did you let me open up um and she was like you know i just i just realized like just today just now that like I don't want to keep you here any longer and like hurt you further down the line, which is also nice because then she gets to like explain herself. Cause like on the like rose ceremony, she doesn't get to like give them an explanation. Right. Like you're at the point now where during rose ceremony, she'll like walk them out. But yeah, still that I feel like, I still feel like this type of scenario shows more respect. Agreed. Um, so then he was like, I can't stay here any longer because, like, the longer I stay, like, I can't be around, like, you or your laugh, your smile, your personality, because, like, no matter what you say or what I say, it doesn't change anything. So I'm going to go. 
I was like, honestly, respect, because I probably would have acted the same, or if yeah. not worse. Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> I don't handle breakups well. <laughs> um. So yeah. So then he leaves, and then it goes into like the cocktail party, and Bennett returns. As you guys remember, Bennett got sent home last week after him and Noah had some issues. Um, and then he came back and was like, Tasia, like, I love you. Like, I couldn't end like that. And so Bennett is back and Tasia invites him to go to the cocktail party slash rose ceremony. And all the men are like, what the heck? That um, was just so obviously a producer play to me. I know. It's like, it's like Bennett doesn't love her. She doesn't love Bennett. This is no. okay. Like, everyone's okay with the fact that they don't have a connection. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It was just like, oh, whoa. Oh, what's Bennett doing here? Yeah, and clearly, not to jump ahead, but, like, it didn't go anywhere. Yeah. So then she, um, go, they go into the rose. Everyone's like, slow the fuck down. I feel like I'm talking so fast. Um, change the speed of the podcast to one and a half. <laughs> or one half. And then... No, I was going to say, then we'd be like, oh, no, 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 I do talk fast. When my mom listened to this podcast, she was like, you talk too fast. I'm like, sorry. <laughs> I'm a valley gal. Okay? I fucking talk fast. I do too. And that's a very mom thing to say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, no criticism. Just, you talk too fast. Um, okay. So then she, it's the rose ceremony. And so she gives the final four roses to um, Zach Ivan, Ben, and Brendan, um, which I had predicted last week. I was gonna and... say we were we were fully accurate in our yeah. predictions. We were guessing Riley or Ivan, and it's true. It was kind of down to both of them in the last spot. I'm not counting Bennett or Noah if Noah was still around at this point. Yeah. Um, so yeah, then obviously Noah and Bennett go home, which is like you know poetic justice that they get sent home together. Since right. Noah and Bennett like had the tip, and then she chose Noah over Bennett. Blah, blah, Very blah, good blah, point. Blah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, the final four. So the four hometown dates go to Zach, Ivan, Brendan, and Ben. Um, so then the episode ends there, and then transitions to the men tell all, which is where all the men who have been eliminated come back and um, talk to Chris Harrison and Tasia, and just like about their experience on the show. Okay, and... what do you think about the men tell all? I know you're a men tell all lover. What do you think of this one? I thought this one was sh- kind of boring and a little short. Same, because it truly was short. Normally, yeah. they give them like a the full, full two episode. hour episode. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was very underwhelmed by it all. Me too. And like, obviously, they couldn't have a studio audience, but like, the studio audience makes it true. Oh my God, I fucking love when they show those bitches who are like, Oh, like gasp, <laughs> or like <laughs> just like comically, laughing. or like shaking their heads, yeah, <laughs> or crying. You know, there's always something. Oh, there's like always crying. one bitch. Yeah, yeah. I fucking love a studio audience. My friend has gone. Him and his wife have gone. I think twice and been members in the studio audience. They like somehow won tickets. Really? Um, Cammy went too. She. Went... Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Oh my god, did she go to? Wait, am I just making it up? She go to Pilot Pete's, or it was no. either Pilot Pete's or Hannah Brown's, or maybe Ari. I don't know. It was a very recent season, and 
like one of the recent seasons that sucked. So, or was it Peter? No, I actually think Peter was too recent. Because did you? Because you know, talk about time and like COVID and like, I know what that was this life. year. Peter's <laughs> season aired and ended in late January. I know. So wild. So wild. It's clearly the reason why this year has ended. <laughs> the way it has been the way it has. Oh my god, now he's like fucking with that other bitch. What's her name? Kelly. Kelly. Ugh. I had a good uh, I had a good creep sesh on them the other day. Like, you know, hate creep. Yeah. <laughs> I've not thought about them in months. <laughs> I'm thankful for that. Um they deserve each other. Yeah. And I liked Kelly. I stuck up for Kelly. I know that's my point. Well, yeah, I don't know. I'm like, do they do? But yes, they do. Kelly, I had we were rooting for you. We were all rooting, we were all for, rooting you. for you. Um, How dare you? But it's like once she was just like, ooh, he fucked up with two other girls. And now, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Not a good look. Now they're just living their Chicago life, trying to be like on TikTok. And it's like, no. no. <laughs> yes, that's what I did. I crept their TikTok. So you watch the one where they're like dancing with their moms and Kelly's mom like eats shit. No, I haven't. Like, I literally have not seen them anything from them in like months oh my god it's actually an old video from like months ago but when I say I hate crept I went to go watch that video again <laughs> just to like bring me some joy I will send it to you <laughs> okay god they're so annoying and truly the worst um okay so yeah the mental all was like a little disappointing because yeah normally it's like two hours long normally there's a lot more screaming um and then like there's the audience reaction but this one was like very intimate because it was just the men and chris harrison and then tasia came out at one point and well and um, it wasn't even all of the men like i know it's not always all of the men but like chasen wasn't even there oh yeah who else there was someone else that i was thinking who wasn't even there i just i just guess i didn't realize that well they weren't like really showing them like you know like when it's in the studio they like show everyone like, you know, they panned to everyone, like, multiple times. Yeah. But, Again, it was all just very... But they were, like, sitting on opposite sides of the room, so it was, like, right. hard to do that. Yeah, which, yeah, I guess, just... I guess it's just how things are now. But I will say, Damar was there, and Damar... Uh, he got so much camera time. and got He did. So many words. <laughs> I was so proud of him. I know. And I was like, who is this? I know. I was like, oh, my God. I agree with everything you are saying. Yeah. Um, so it basically just to sum up like the mental all, like Bennett and Noah like bicker back and forth, and then um Kenny, who's like the boy band manager, like gets involved and like sticks up for Bennett and is like, No, Noah, you were like really were starting drama. Um, uh, and then like call calls Noah a bitch. And then um Noah says like Bennett is condescending. And then Jason, like, defends Bennett. And it was like, Bennett's always been respectful to me. I've never seen him be disrespectful to anybody. Um, But Blake jumps in. He says, you know, Bennett's always been super nice to me. But I can get where you're coming from when you say that he's condescending. Um, And then Damar kind of says the same thing. Like, Bennett's never had, me and Bennett have never had issues with each other. But sometimes I think the stuff he does say is condescending. Um, And so then Bennett, like, I think... Bennett somewhat redeemed himself in my eyes a little bit at this part because Bennett like genuinely apologized. Like I thought it was like genuine. 
he was like, hey, Noah, you know, let's put this behind us. Like, I don't think anything badly of you. Like, I, I'm really sorry if I came off that way. I never wanted to, like, make you feel that way. So, like, genuinely, I'm sorry. Yeah. And, and I really feel like they, they, like, that was, they squashed it. Like, he genuinely apologized and they're good. And, it, like, they were laughing with each other later in the episode. Like, when he brought out that little, like, sippy cup of green juice. It's like, that was a joke. But, like, Noah was, like, in on it and stuff. You know? No, because after Bennett apologizes, then Noah's like, I think you're a douchebag. Oh, did I fully miss this? I thought they all seemed bro-y at the end. No, like, Bennett, like, says this, like, genuine apology. He was like, hey, like, I'm really sorry. Like, that was not my intention at all. I'm sorry if I came off that way. Like, I'm, I'm hearing you. And that's my bad. And then Noah's like, yeah, well, I think you're a condescending douchebag. So, and it's like, well, Noah, everything that Bennett has been saying about you being immature has just been proven in okay, this but, moment. <laughs> okay, so he didn't say that, like, as a joke? That wasn't a joke? No. <laughs> okay, well, I must have missed that, but I thought they all seemed, like, somewhat simpatico at the end. But <laughs> Okay, Justin Timberlake. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe... <laughs> Simpatico. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, where is that from? Um, that bad teacher with Cameron Diaz. Okay, thank you. I was gonna say like I know that reference, but I don't. Um, <laughs> by the way, because this is an anti-Justin Timberlake podcast, and I've told you guys multiple times, if you also want to hate Justin Timberlake, let me know, and I'll send you the Twitter thread. But I saw a TikTok, and I almost sent it to you the other day. But I couldn't remember if you've ever read that thread or not. And we're on the train. I saw uh, about the girl who was a cocktail server. The water. At- yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And I was like, mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. He sucks, everyone. Hey, He's yeah. fooling you. I can hey, expose yeah. the truth to you when you're ready. Let me know. I haven't read that thread yet because I am not ready. But I'm aware. Not ready, okay. but aware. Okay. <laughs> Um, um anyway i missed the rest of mental all clearly so i'll let morgan take <laughs> over <laughs> so yeah i mean like it just kind of proved bennett's point where it's like yeah Noah, you are immature like he, this person like genuinely apologized to you i mean you don't have to accept the apology you can say like you know thank you but like, i i just don't well because he was like i think you're a douchebag and we'll never be friends and it was just like okay <laughs> oh and i do fully agree that they tried to make Bennett seem like the villain. Like, you know, we've talked about how producers are like, who do I make the villain? Because it's yeah. like one episode, it's this person and the other, it's another. I feel like they really tried to make Bennett the villain, but I, I don't like Noah. I think they were both considered villains. Yeah. I feel like they kind of gave like a creepy edit to Bennett, but then like hearing all the men be like, I actually think he's like super nice, but like right. his tone can be condescending sometimes. So it seems like he's like genuinely a good guy. True. They all and liked like- him. And I mean, am I am I wrong? Did I miss more that no one was really sticking up for Noah? No one. Well, um, Riley did. Okay. Against Kenny, when he was like, "You were picking on him. You were being condescending," and I was like, "Riley, <laughs> you're the only one here, man." Yeah. Because <laughs> um, like, yeah, the other men too. Yeah, were like, Noah, you were starting drama. So it seems like Bennett was in the right in the situation. Um, and he seems like all the guys like him. So it seems like he's probably a good guy. Right. 
Um, that's, that's what I base it off of. It's like whoever's still in like the friend group, like post yeah. show and getting like tagged in like the TBTs. <laughs> oh on yeah, Instagram. That's that's who's a good person. That happened with someone specifically who from like a past season who I was like I hate that person and then they were friends with everyone and I was like okay maybe they're not so bad I can't well yeah because it's like you can definitely tell like yes they're cool with everyone in the house and you can tell that they're like genuinely a good person right and also too if like they're cool with the bachelor slash bachelorette which it seems like him and Tasha have like a really great relationship so yeah yeah and it's even one thing to be cool with someone in the house but to be continue to be cool with them after the show like post filming is another thing that yeah that means that shows even more about how they're probably a somewhat decent person god what who was the bachelorette jeez um so 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 many seasons ago when we lived together on balboa and all the men were like best friends (laughs) After the show. Um, God, I'm trying to think. And there's one guy in particular, but I can't even think of his name right now. Oh, is the season with Dean? Oh, Rachel. Was that Rachel season? Yeah. Oh, why did I think we lived together? Um, did we not? On Rachel season? I'm pretty sure I lived in Seattle. Oh. I don't. I, what is time? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. But like all the men were like besties. Yeah, well, and same with Nick's season, where all the girls were, like, besties. Yeah. Because <laughs> I don't think anyone liked Nick at that time. Because I don't think Nick was the person he is today at that time. Nick has definitely grown. I'm a Nick apologist at this point. Dude, honestly, same. He seems like a great guy now. In the beginning, he was a little fucking weasel. Yeah. But now he seems like a really great guy. <laughs> Nick apologist. <laughs> I'm a biologist right now. <laughs> um, and then they show some behind the scenes or like edited out clips of Blake's last date with the uh, Reiki healer, and he like got a boner. <laughs> yeah, he was like swinging in a crystal over his dick, and he like got a boner. <laughs> and so like they, they showed some clips of that, and it was like pretty funny. Um, and then Ed and Chris Harrison talk about like their little date that they had when Ed accidentally showed up to Chris Harrison's room instead of Tasia's. I say and... Ed had a big redeeming moment in this mental all. Like he seemed like a, am I right? That he kind of seemed like he had some personality. Yeah, he seemed like less of a little twerk. And he seemed like, like he just kind of gets along with everyone, like we said. Yeah. And uh, he will definitely be on Paradise. Oh, yay. Oh, that's just my guess oh okay wait i thought they released i saw something today on twitter maybe about paradise i'll have to look at it later i'm very curious to know who the cast is going to be because they skipped a summer it's like they have a lot to choose from yeah there's a yeah there's a lot of good people to choose from interesting um okay and then they talked to Yosef, and if you guys remember, Yosef was on Claire's part of the season, and he's the one that left because he's kind of a fucking dick. Yeah. And um, he's the one that was like, there's a reason you're the oldest bachelorette. Um, that's his actual voice. Um, and... No, his quote was, was, I expected more from the oldest bachelorette. 
and her quote was there's no oh, yeah. reason why I'm still single at 39 it's because I don't settle for men like that so fucking dramatic and it's like okay Claire relax both you're not the main so, character yeah I mean you're literally so the main character dramatic. but you're like not the main character so like chill you're the main character but you want to be the main character so bad that it looks bad <laughs> you're the main character and did such a bad job that they had to bring Tasha in <laughs> um so he was there because you know he ended really badly I mean he was like yelling that across the field at her and they like had gotten that huge fight and so then yeah he just like left and all the men were like fuck you and so he's there and Chris Harrison talks to him and he said that he was like just stand because like he one of the reasons he got mad was that she had made them strip during volleyball And he was like, that's classless. That's no class. If my daughter saw me do that, like, I would be mortified. Like, you're not a good fit for a mother or something like that. that. And um, so then he was like, I, you know, I was just standing up for the guys because, like, I didn't want them to be degraded like that. And all the guys were like, we were fine with it. And you, like, weren't even there. So, like, it makes us look like assholes because it makes us look like we were talking shit about it because right. you weren't even there and you were upset, but we were fine with it. So, like, don't say you're sticking up for us. And he was like, well, I would still stick up for you guys regardless if you wanted it or not. And it's like, like, that's that- not how, like, it works. <laughs> yeah, it's like, they don't, they don't need it. Like, they don't want it. They don't need it. They were trying to, like, distance themselves from him for sure. Yeah. And so, um, so Chris Harrison's, like, listen i've seen a lot of shit these past 20 years of hosting the show but like that behavior was like one of the craziest behaviors i've ever seen and i like want god chris harrison's like such a dreamboat and he's like for real i want to help you help yourself so i think this would be like a good time to say you know things got out of control i'm not proud of my behavior and apologize and he said I refuse to apologize. I stand with how I feel. And Chris Harrison's basically like, well, all right, go fuck yourself and like, good luck in life. Yeah. I, Chris, I feel like Chris has done that so many times where he's basically just like guiding them. It's like, you can tell who doesn't work with like a publicist and shit, which granted a lot of them don't because yeah. why would they? And they always just come on like, yep. Yep, I'm and Chris literally is just like begging them to say this one thing to make themselves look halfway decent, and they're just like, "Nope, fuck her" or something like that, and it's like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, and then it's like, now no one's ever gonna remember you. You're never gonna get brand deals. Like, (laughs) not that that's like what this show is about, obviously, but like you know, you can make a career from yourself from being like on a contestant. And, like, make a good life for yourself. But it's, like, right. if you fuck it up like that, then you're done. Right. So, and, like, Chris is such a sweetie to be, like, how about, like, we redeemed yourself publicly? And they're always, like, fuck you. Yeah, exactly. Chris will always give someone the chance. And, like, whether yeah. he believes it or not, TBD. But he'll always give them that platform to, like, redeem themselves on national TV. And if they don't take it, then <laughs> you suck. Good luck, Yosef. Yeah, but um, no one wants him anyway because we knew he was trash to begin with because apparently, according to TikTok, he's sending, like, unsolicited dick pics. Not even dick pics, like, jacking off videos. Which, ew. like, ew. 
Hey, I'm, yeah, I mean, a dick pic is one thing, but a, a video of, of you pleasuring yourself, keep it, sir. Please, please keep it in the fucking trash. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that was that episode. And then I haven't watched Hometowns. Megan, you want to give us a quick synopsis? Oh, boy. Um, yes. So hometowns were obviously different. Um, I know we were like speculating whether they're going to go to their parents or whether the parents or or families are going to come to Palm Springs. The families came to Palm Springs and depending on like who was available, like willing, able, healthy enough to travel, it's kind of like a mixed bag of family members. Um, So the episode starts with Chris coming in and basically just like telling the guys who's here and like who showed up for them. And I will say this, like, I'm... He showed up for me. <laughs> I know, <laughs> but, like, I, yeah, Jesus. Um, PTSD. But, like, <laughs> I was telling you, I missed part of... Well, I missed, like, all of Zach's date. So I'm probably going to go back and rewatch. But I'm also probably going to rewatch this part where Chris is just telling the guys who's there for them and seeing how the I guys did see react. that part. It was oh. very, very sweet. Oh, my God. It was the cutest the guys were just so happy so pleased they were talking about how like all the people who were there are like the most important people in the world to them like okay let me see if I can remember for Brendan his older brother and his sister-in-law and his niece were there and I'm pretty sure he's already talked about them and basically how his older brother is like a father figure to him for Ivan his both of his parents were there and Ivan has opened up about his brother a lot and about his brother's issues with drugs and like being in and out of jail. And later on, his brother kind of like shows up as a surprise in the middle of their date. <laughs> the cutest thing ever. Um, for Zach, like I said, I missed it, but his parents, I think both of his parents would, Zach actually had a pretty big turnout. And I know that both of his parents were there, but a couple of others were too, maybe siblings. And who, oh, and for Ben, it was his sister, which he has spoken a lot about, who <laughs> is basically like his favorite person in his life. And who I'm he said has life. like, yeah, who he said has like basically saved him from like taking his own life, but that she didn't even know it. Oh. And a close family friend of theirs who apparently is like some famous top chef. Oh, yeah. Um, so yeah, that's who was there. And the dates start with Brendan. And basically the whole thing was like, because you can't go home, you have to turn this resort into your hometown, like do the type of activities that you would do with your, like, if you were to take Tasia home. So it starts with Brendan and they set up like a little carnival fair thing. Cause apparently his hometown just has like mad carnivals and <laughs> But his little niece shows up to, like, do carnival stuff with them. And it's really cute. They all, like, dance around. Brendan has the most personality he's ever had in the whole, in the whole <laughs> he, season. He's not given, like, a lot of camera time, to be fair. No, I know. I mean that, like, yeah, not his fault. But he's adorable. And he's, like, dan- and he's like sweating through his shirt. And I'm just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So that's cute. And then they go hang out with his brother and sister. And I don't know. It's nothing eventful. Everyone loves Tasia, of course, because how can you not? She's very well, you know, 
she's, yeah, she's, she's very like personable. Any, yeah, she's any family's dream. And I do feel like she kind of knows how to like turn it on. But you know, she's like, she looks the part, she speaks the part, she acts the part. Oh, everyone loves her. They always, you know, every season there's always that teaser of like, someone's gonna hate the person they're with. But yeah, yeah that did not happen here. Um, okay, who was next? Next was Ivan. No idea what they did during their day date. <laughs> um, meet the family. His parents are adorable. Um, Tasia, both Tasia and Ivan's mom were wearing like orange satin dresses. And I was like, how are you wearing that? Oh it's satin. It's 120 degrees. <laughs> sweat right through and sweaty. And it's going to wrinkle. <laughs> I'd get so much under boob sweat. It'd be so obvious. Exactly. And then they're just kind of like enjoying each other's company. And then, like I said, Ivan's brother shows up and it's a real, it's a really sweet moment. So Tasia and his brother, who I think is named Gabriel, they have a little talk and everyone just gets along, of course, and all good things. And I really do see their connection. Like, I know that I've been iffy on them, but now I really see it. Well, they don't give him a lot of camera time either. Right. I'm trying to think of what they did on their day date, but I really, it's really not ringing a bell. Where's he um, from? I don't know. That's what I'm trying to think. Hmm. Hmm. I, I am sorry. Um, the next one is Zach and Zach is from, he's from New Jersey, but they did like the like New York city themed date and they had like, I don't know, they're practicing like how to hail a cab and stuff. And then, like I said, I missed the rest of this date. But I know that it went really well. And I'm going to go back and watch it be just because Zach has spoken so highly of his family that I need to see what all the fuss is about. And but he's a uh, fucking god on this. Earth. Yeah, but obviously Zach and Tasia are like in love at this point. I think he's the only person who has said, I love her. Yeah. Well, actually, I don't know. I think Ivan did. And I think Brendan did on these hometown dates. Because Zach said it during the... But Zach had Lie said detector. it. Yeah, but Zach had said it already. And I think Tasia, I think he's the only one that Tasia has, like, said it back to at this point. By the way, awesome. Ivan's from Chicago, but grew up in Plano, Texas. Um, yeah, that still rings zero bells about what they <laughs> did on their day. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, Plano. Did they? Oh, they cooked. They cooked. He is um, part Filipino. So they did like a little cooking class and they made like a traditional Filipino dish. Oh, cute. And they like danced around in the kitchen. It was very cute. Um, okay. Last, let's, last, let's hear about that. Last but not least, the sweet baby Ben. But is least. Ugh. Stop. So he's from like San Diego or Venice or some SoCal beach town and they just did like SoCal beach things I don't remember again but um so yeah they went to meet his sister and and like his sister still doesn't know that he has opened up oh. about and the, and the, they don't they actually don't address that but it's all very nice obviously his sister loves Tasia Tasia loves his sister they do have a nice talk just about like how important his sister is to him and all that. It's very sweet. And basic and meanwhile, Ben is talking to his like family friend, the famous chef. And he basically just like 
amps himself up and like talks himself into like going to tell Tasia that he loves her. Oh, so he's just so he's just like, all right, I'm gonna go do it. I'm gonna go do it. And so when they leave, him and the family friends are like a little wink, like yeah, go do it. So he like pulls her aside to like debrief on the night, and he's gonna say it, but he just he can't. He does not. So that's how they leave things. I mean, at least that's. I think that's good. That he didn't say it with what's what's coming, right? But he wanted to. That's what's sad. Anyway, um. So next, they just go to the rose ceremony. The roses go to, and I think in this order, Ivan, Zach, Brendan. Therefore. Sweet Benny Boo is going <laughs> home. Oh God! <laughs> um, and then here's where Tasia pisses me off because okay. <laughs> because obviously they're at the point now where when you send someone home, the lead kind of like walks them out and they have a little like talk about it. And Ben, like you could see it in his eyes that he was like heartbroken, devastated, like wasn't expecting it. But he had, like, a really, like, mature reaction. He's kind of just like, I understand. I'll be okay. You had to do what you had to do. Blah, blah, blah. And then uh, he leaves. They talk it out a little bit like that. But then he leaves. And Tasia's just like, <laughs> like, he wasn't mad. He wasn't sad. I would have just expected, like, a little bit of emotion from him. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, excuse me. Out of all the men there, you have put this poor angel through the ringer. Yeah, he's really fucking opened up to you. He's told you stuff he's never told anyone. I know. And he, like, has a respectable exit, and you're just gonna, like, rag on him for not being, like... That's very Claire tendencies. I thought that, too. I was like, I don't like that, especially knowing how, like... I don't know. Knowing certain things about him like his past and his feelings and his like struggles for you to like want such like a dramatic reaction from him is after breaking up with him is kind of it doesn't sit well with me yeah and like what is he supposed to be like well kind of like what Riley said it was like well nothing I do or say is going to change this so what's the point exactly yeah I, I don't know I feel like she just kind of needed I don't know. I don't know what she needed. But anyway, in the car, he was basically just like, I do love her. And I didn't tell her. And I should have told her. She must have thought that I didn't love her when I really do. And like, blah, blah, blah. And it was very, it was very, very sad. I know. I I did not see that coming. I definitely saw final two or three vibes from Ben. But it, it really does, now that I see it and I'm trying to come to terms with it, it does kind of make sense. Like, to your point, what you said, I think he has a lot of healing to do still. He's yeah. Still, he's still one of the, like, younger contestants. So that, that, plus the fact that he's still dealing with a lot of things, just means he might need a little more time. Well... I completely agree because it's like he had said that he had tried to kill himself I mean last year 2019. I know. So I know. it's like I think that you maybe should work on yourself. Not that I think that like you know 
whatever. But it's like, I think you should maybe like work on yourself and like work on like being open with your emotions and before you like propose to someone. I know that really stuck out to me too when he said 2019 because at this point they're filming in the early like, summer. summer. So yeah. 2019 was like no longer than six months ago. So at some, it could have been as recent as like six months ago. Yeah. And then now you're like on a television show. Like, yeah, I think that, I think that he has a journey ahead of him and like self-love and healing before he can like marry someone. Yes. And I feel like he's gotten so much support from the, from the show that has to be like, that. I mean, that just has to feel really good. Like, to be honest, everyone just loves him. And he's, like, doing a lot more on, like, social media and stuff. And he's trying to, like, build a little brand for himself, which I think is great for him. People love it. People love him. I love him. I can truly see next Bachelor vibes from him. Mm. I can. Okay. Like, after, like, in two seasons from now? Well, yeah, because we still have to go through all of Matt's season and all of paradise and then all of another bachelorette season so like we, we've got time there right yeah like 2022 bachelor yes yes okay okay maybe maybe i do love him well should we talk about the rumor that we i heard or should we just save that um no let's do it i mean i don't want to spoil for anyone because sometimes i hate it when but whatever this season's a dumpster fire anyway this is a spoiler rumor. I don't know if this is true, but if you don't want to hear a possible spoiler mm-hmm, as a mm-hmm, rumor, mm-hmm. leave the show now. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a rumor. That's a that, that's a rumor. <laughs> um, if you watch The Bachelor, you know about Reality Steve. So I heard this from off of Reality Steve. Um, there's a R U M O R rumor that. Tasia ends up picking Zach and then they um, break up because Zach's like I guess not ready to be you know with her or like they don't have a connection maybe off the show mm-hmm. so there's a rumor that he wins she chooses him they end things and now that she, and now she's in talks with Brendan yes so I don't know how true that is but Two people, two close sources told Reality Steve that. Yeah, which to be honest, whatever. Those rumors are usually like pretty close to being true. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I mean, I, at this point, just from someone who has watched so many seasons of this show, I feel like there's no way that she's not going to pick Zach at the end. Like, I just feel like their connection is so much like further than the others. Yeah. And it like, like you can see that. So, that's but I also see Zach being like, you know what? I'm actually not ready for this. I see that happening. I feel like he is ready. So I feel like if that's the case, it just it has to do with like their connection just didn't work out outside the show. Yeah. Um. Oh shit! What was I gonna say? Oh, and I will say that Morgan and I heard two different versions of this rumor that. Morgan's version that they break up and she's now talking to Brendan and what I heard was that they leave the show she picks him but they leave the show dating but not engaged but those two those can be like extended versions of that rumor 
Like maybe yeah. she could, maybe she picks him and they leave dating, but they've already broken up and she's talking to Brendan. Which it's like I actually like her and Brendan together because they have like very similar journeys. Um and they seem like they have a good connection. Yeah, I totally agree. I actually see them being more um Sympatico. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, like in real life outside the show. Same. I see her connection with Zach on the show, but like I said, I can fully see that being the type of thing where they're like in love land and then they leave the show and it's like, oh, that wasn't what I thought. Well, plus, like, he, like, lives in New York and his, like, job is in New York and she lives um, in Orange County. So it's, like, literally opposite sides of the country. Right. And I'd be willing to bet that he's not trying to move. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just because he has such, like, an active role in his job, which is so meaningful to him. Right. And so Peja is, I mean, like, whatever I'll say, she's just, like, an influencer. An influencer. Like a celeb yeah. influencer. She can go anywhere. But she probably wants to stay like near LA. Yeah. So that's what we've heard. I guess we'll see because next week is the fucking finale. Um, already. <laughs> you know what? I'm kind of about this whole like two episodes a week thing. Oh god. It's a lot. I would prefer it if it was like an episode on Monday and an episode on Thursday. But I kind of love how we're just, like, speeding through the rest of the season. I will be happy when the season's over. <laughs> right. Um, and then we can start on Matt's season. Not because I don't like Tasia, because I actually really do like Tasia. I know I talked shit about her when she was on Colton season, but she was also younger then, and I did not feel a connection with them. Um, it was, like, nothing to do with her. But right. I do like her. It's just, like, Mainly, like, this season has been just, like, such a shit show, and it's, like, so weird with, like, COVID that I'm just, like, all right. (laughs) Yeah, and I mean, I will say, like I've said on the show, she, there are things about her that annoy me, but that's how it is with literally anyone. I do think that she's overall, like, a pretty good lead. Yeah. And, like, a good, well-rounded person. Yeah, agreed. But I'm also just ready for, like, a, a fresh start because the season just obviously started sour with Claire and... Yeah, I just want to <laughs> remove any memory of Claire <laughs> from my life. Same. And so I'm just ready for a fresh start with just Matt. And also, like, I always like The Bachelor more because, like, boy, like, men drama is always just, like, kind of annoying. But, like, the female drama is always so funny. Yes, yes, you're right. I did see um, um, that, remember the girl from Colton season who had never been kissed? What was her name? The blonde was, girl. I think it was Heather. Yes. Um. Anywho, she signed up for Matt's, she's on Matt's season. No way. Yes way. Oh my god, she made it pretty far too. She did, and, you know, hopefully she's gotten a little bit more experience at this point. Not that that's, like, a requirement, but I just, I don't know. Yeah. Like, listen, girly was, like, in her mid-20s, like, never been kissed anybody. Yeah, like, it's, straight up hadn't kissed a boy. I'm not saying she's like, a virgin. I'm saying she straight up hadn't kissed a boy. <laughs> yeah. So, like, and she was on a dating show. <laughs> yeah. 
So. Because <laughs> didn't she make it to, like, final five? Because I remember she had been, like, they were close to getting to fantasy suites and she had been, like, I have to open up to you. Because she went to, did they go to Thailand? She yeah, she definitely Thailand. She was definitely traveling. She was, like, the Damar of her season. <laughs> <laughs> Except not. <laughs> But yeah, kinda. she made it far. I feel like she made it down to final five because she had to be like, I have to tell you something. And she had to tell him like, like, because he's a vir- was a virgin. I don't know if he still is. Um, and I can hope be, so because like, who would have sex with him at this point? <laughs> well, I mean, him and Kathy were together for a while. Yeah, I mean, they definitely had sex. Um, And <laughs> I was going to say something mean, but I won't. Um... <laughs> Yeah, and then I remember she having to, like, come up to him. I feel like it was when they were in Thailand that she had to say, like, I'm, like, I'm a virgin, too, but, like, I've literally never kissed anybody. Yeah. Did they yeah. kiss? They they did. They made out, right? Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. She had her first kiss, like, on... With Colton. Camera <laughs> with Colton. That's traumatizing. Yeah, oh, my God. <laughs> Oh my god, I feel so bad because like now we're like a restraining yeah. order. I hope she like maxed out with she Matt like waited all her it. life to like kiss someone and she kisses Colton <laughs> on TV and then he like is now a fucking psycho with a restraining order against him. That sucks. Which, like I said, that's why she deserves a solid makeout sesh with Matt to make up. Agreed. That's literally the only reason why she applied. She was just like, okay, this guy's way hotter than Colton. I gotta go on TV and redeem myself and make out with a hottie. (laughs) What if, like, she hasn't kissed anybody since? I mean, true. Maybe just, maybe making out with Colton was just so traumatizing. (laughs) She's like, this is my second kiss ever. Oh, my God. (laughs) Also on TV. Oh, my God. Poor thing. Well, Heather, we're rooting for you, girl. Yeah, God, poor girl doesn't have a chance, but we'll root for you anyway. <laughs> we'll be rooting for your sanity, girl. What if she gets asked to go to Fantasy Suites? I don't know if I see her making it that far. <laughs> Do they have Fantasy Suites on this? Oh, no, because ha- that's the final three. Oh, no, but they're done the final three. Yeah, so that's happening next week. Oh, my God. That's so weird because it's just like a hotel <laughs> that they're like already at. Yeah, that is weird. Hopefully they get like a different room. <laughs> oh god. What if they have to bring the ice cream in again? I can't handle it. I can't handle it. <laughs> Still thinking about that ice cream. It's... Megan, it was illegal. It had to have been illegal. <sighs> um, okay. Well, that's the app, and I'm sure Megan wants to eat her Thai food. It's not here yet. I'm gonna go make sure that Lauren ordered it. <laughs> She's like, who are you? What typhoon? <laughs> I thought you said typhoid. <laughs> oh, God. Um, so, we'll, I, are we talking next week? <laughs> I mean, this is something we should we discuss should... on the podcast, but while I have you... Every, every day is Are you okay? Yeah, I'm here. Can you not hear me? No. Wait, you can't hear me? 
I can hear you now. Okay, I was about to say, because I said, you can't hear me, and you, you answered. <laughs> I was like, clearly you can't. <laughs> Everyone's like, what the fuck is this show? You know, okay, um, that was awkward. So, we might be here next week. I can't record next week. So, or unless we do it, like, on a Tuesday. But then it comes on on Tuesday, and I can't watch it live. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Our fans are going to riot. Okay, well, we'll be taking next week off. Um, and then I guess we'll just discuss the winner the following week. <laughs> okay. Well. AKA Zach. And then he'll be single. And then we'll go after him. As a podcast. <laughs> um, until two weeks from now, au revoir. Bye. Bye.